This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Well, hey everyone, uh, Paul Cochran here, uh, Making Finances Easier, um, 865-770-5031. I'm joined this morning with my friend and colleague, Bruce Landis. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, good morning. And uh, Garrett's sitting here too. His face isn't in front of the microphone, but I'm sure he'll be piping in here some in a bit. Uh, Providence Advisors Group, that's who we are. And, uh, you know, Bruce, uh, one of the things that um, uh, Garrett and I, uh, one of the kind of trademark ways we always kind of start is a little trivia question. So mine for us this morning is uh, Super Bowl. Who are you for? Oh, that's a great question. Well, my dad lives west of Philadelphia, so I was an Eagles <laughs> fan much of my life. Uh-huh. But I can remember as a little tyke, I loved um, – what was that guy's Lynn name? Lynn Dawson? No, I loved Lynn Dawson, but Otis... Otis Taylor. T- Otis Taylor. Yeah. And he was, I think, 86 or 89. 89. Yeah. So I had I an think. Otis Taylor jersey. Yeah. I had a Chiefs helmet. Yeah. I had the shoulder pads. I yeah. was a Chiefs guy. Yeah. And we'd play, my brothers, we'd all play tackle football on the upper lawn, and I was always in my Chiefs outfit. And you were so. Jan Stinnerud if you were kicking, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We'd set that ball up in a little tin That's and right. kick it into the trees. That's right. <laughs> So that's going to be a tough one. I'm torn between my dad's allegiance to the, you know, Philly and uh, my childhood memories. So I think I'm just going to sit back and I don't think I'm going to go one way or the other. I think I'm going to say, ah, let's enjoy this thing. I saw some statistic earlier in the week about, uh, you know, the Vegas odds. And I, if I, if I understood it right... Uh, at least er, this is about a week ago they were saying philadelphia by 1.5 wow. points i mean it's like supposed to be so close i hope it is you know because those are the in my opinion the best games you know <laughs> they when they're are. just uh, close and i think they're the two best teams it seems that you know at the end of the arguably day. yeah um and uh so yeah i'm a little bit like, little bit like you in the sense that uh i know it's a it's kind of a cop-out but uh I really do just want a you know a really good game. Mahomes is absolutely a blast to watch. Yeah. Uh, him do his thing, and uh, but I love to see the Eagles. I guess the last time they won, what was it, 2018 or I can't remember. Yeah, it was like the miracle or whatever when the guy. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It was. Special. Oh yeah, that's right, Gary. Good. Yeah. Philly special. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, so today we're going to continue our conversation that that Bruce uh, started us off last week and talking about uh, extended care. Um, and again, uh, if, you're, if you're out there listening and you're 40 years old, uh, 
hang with us here for a minute because um, uh, this could be an issue sooner rather than later. And for a lot of people, it's the single largest out-of-pocket expense that they face. So what, what do I mean by that, Bruce? Yeah, so it just means that it's super, super expensive, and uh, folks don't know that a lot of times till they get there. And their insurance doesn't pay for it. Yeah, uh, Paul, it just, uh, I can't tell you how many times I'm on a phone call and they say, Bruce, you know, Medicare doesn't pay for this. And I'm thinking, well, you're kind of preaching to the choir. I kind of know that. But I said, yes, you have found out that Medicare, for the most part, does not pay for long-term care. Medicaid, which we talked about last time, which is 10-care welfare, that does. But you have to impoverish yourself first. Yeah. So... You might be out there thinking, oh, well, so you guys at Providence just tell everyone to buy long-term care insurance. Au contraire, <laughs> that we, we don't do that. And uh, so let's, why don't we just start there just for a second. So um, let's talk about some people that we would tell not to buy long-term care insurance. I mean, an obvious one would be people that, you know, they can't qualify health That's right. That's the one I thought of first. Um, and that's the big one, Paul. People push this thing just kind of like our federal budget. We kick that can down the road, which is typical. That's just the way we're wired as human beings. We don't want to face these hard things. And they kick it down the road, and then something happens to their health. And then they call me instantly, usually, and say, hey, and then I have to be the bearer of bad news to say, I don't think I can help you. I think you've missed your window of opportunity. So that's the number one is that if they've lost their health, a lot of times I just can't get them qualified for this type of protection. So you have to act when you're fairly young and healthy or you can't get approved. Um, Exactly. And another would be people that have... um, uh, and there's, again, there's no crime in this, but they have no savings. That's correct. If they have no savings, then, uh, in other words, one of the key criteria is do you have assets to protect? Do you have assets that you'd rather not outlive? If you don't have any assets, then you're not going to be on the street. You just won't be able to choose the type of caregiving. And so one of the... Uh, you know, sometimes people ask, well, what's the most common type of caregiving? What would you say? Well, that's a good question. Uh, I think the statistic, and I'm, I think uh, 2022s will come out very soon, but I know the year before, uh, all these companies know how their policies are paying out. And I believe the figure was in 2021, 63% of all new claims, the people said, home, please, yeah, home <laughs> which is surprise, surprise. They, everyone wants to stay at home. Of course we do. We love our homes. And so these plans pay for caregivers to come to the home. And that historically, Paul, is where everyone wants care and they never want to leave there. 
And yet you and I know that sometimes care gets just more difficult and they have to transition to another. But home care is number one, and then it's followed by assisted living care. So home care... Um the what everybody wants to get again nobody wants to need caregiving right, period for sure. but the 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 mode home care would be the most popular but it's also the most expensive arguably particularly if you're doing the 24-hour care oh, 20, sure. 24 7 um and if you want home health care you're either going to have to pay for it out of your savings uh or um you're going to have to have a, a third party like an insurance company pay for it. Because if you're broke, um, you're not going to be able to have 24-7 care at home. Yeah, and the the other default, Paul, that you've seen and I've seen, and I encountered this this morning uh, before we are taping this, I was on the phone uh, with a, just a wonderful couple and I said, essentially, what's driving your request? And she said, well, my mom never planned, Bruce. And my dad didn't either. My dad passed, but my mom has uh, dementia. And we are the primary caregivers 24 mm. 7. Mm. And she said, we are, n- I will not do this mm. to my children. Mm. It is the hardest thing that I ever have mm. done. Mm. So, unfortunately, in this mix is this acquiescence to, well, our kids will take care of us. Mm. But it's like, have you talked to your kids about this, you know, and do you know what that's going to do to their lives? This woman this morning is super frustrated because it's so difficult for their lifestyle. And I think also there's a naivete, I think, sometimes on the part of children where they would say, oh, hey, we'll take care of you. But they maybe they haven't thought through, well, are they still going to be working? Um, Are they physiologically going to be able to pick up? 190 pounds, this dead weight, you know, have they really thought it through? Um, but in some cases, uh, it, it does work. A family can do it. Um, but oftentimes, the way they pull it off is the family is helping, and then they'll pay to have somebody else to come in and help them help the individual. Right. But that costs money. That's right. And so the cost then, so let's talk about that. What kind of costs are we looking at? So if Garrett and I are having to build a portfolio that's paying for the care uh, or an insurance company's paying for it what is the cost of care out there yeah so it varies where you live you know and so uh, for our listeners out there this morning here's a website that you can go to I that's one I go to and I print out the cost of care in an individual's area and it's uh, just Google Genworth cost of care survey and Genworth is an insurance company, but they have, I think, the best numbers of what is the average cost of care in your area. And they cover home care, assisted living, and nursing and, facility. Yeah, they give and all adult three. Daycare. Uh, I yeah. gotcha. And so you can dial it in if you live in Nashville, or if you live in Athens, Georgia, or wherever you might live. You can just go on there and put your city and it'll come up right exactly what your average cost of care. Then it has a gauge on there where you can go out 15 years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and it'll show you what inflation is gonna do to those costs. So a lot of times, you know, 
in our area, you know, we're looking at, you know, 4,500, 5,000. Again, it depends on the cost of what type of care you're getting, uh, how many hours of care, uh, you know, where is that care located? Obviously, the most expensive, other than 24-7 home care, is nursing home care. It's very, very expensive wherever you're at. But assisted livings and home care, just for average hours, are still pretty reasonable, you know, 4500 5000 per month. Hey, Bruce, I was going to chime in here. Uh, as you were saying that, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know as much about long-term care insurance as you do, but I kind of hang out with Paul on the financial planning side. And uh, we have this software, it's called Money Guide Pro, and we, we run a lot of our clients' financial plans through the software. And, you know, it's... Uh, it's uh, you know it's an estimation. It's not an exact science, but it, it is helpful for client conversations. But I remember there there was two unpleasant truths that a financial planning software, when I first started getting used to it, brought out. And one was just how inflation can really uh, kill somebody's retirement plan if inflation is much higher than is expected. Uh, that it it can sometimes be hard for a portfolio to keep up. Uh, which you mentioned inflation, but the other one is. Uh, I can blow up a financial plan real easy by going into the long-term care event tool and plugging in an event that lasts 10 or 15 years with some of these numbers uh, that you're explaining. And I think it's kind of an unspoken, uncomfortable truth with financial planning software is that you have these uh, percentage of success. You know, you build a plan, it's got an 85% chance of success. Until you go over to the long-term care event page and you realize, well, this is real easy to blow up with an event that lasts five or ten years. But my question to you would be, I hear some people talk about, well, how long is the average long-term care uh, event? How long does the average person need care? Uh, And I don't remember if you said maybe that's three or four years you can answer in a second. But why should somebody be thinking about long-term care insurance uh, or creating a long-term care plan that lasts longer than three and four years, which is the average of it. Yeah, that's a great question, Gary. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> when does care, excuse me, when does care start? What does it do to a portfolio? Uh, you know, just uh, how long will it last? And so, Here's some just kind of uh, some broad strokes for the listener out there this, uh, today. Females have a propensity to live longer and need more care than males. So women historically always need, Garrett, longer plans because they are just, I say they're just tougher than us men. They just uh, endure and so and women's plans for the most part females plans are more expensive so a lot of times each day i say i show them quotes and the guy or usually it's the the the, uh, female in the in the relationship will say how come mine is so much more expensive i said you are female through and through your propensity to need care longer then you know the male is just very, very uh, clear and very, very well documented. So it's tricky, Garrett. It depends on family history. It depends on your own health. 
uh, they're finding now that the folks, Paul, that you wrote in 1993 that were perfectly healthy, the insurance companies are coming back now and say, yikes, they were some of our greatest risk because they have lingered and lingered for a long time. So isn't that counterintuitive where you think, oh, so folks have all sorts of health issues that are not going to linger as long. On the contrary, it's the folks that were wonderfully healthy, they're the longest claims. Yeah, I was I was thinking about uh, how I would answer that question myself. And, uh, you know, there's that old adage, don't buy, don't buy insurance for something that you can pay for yourself. And so it's like uh, I went through Home Depot the other day and I got me one of those little personal hand vacuum cleaners for $50 <laughs> or something. And they said, do you want to spend $7 to insure it for, for – <laughs> five additional years and you know I, I can probably go out and buy a new $50 hand vacuum if if I need to uh, but I think I've just heard you say in the past that uh, you know long-term care insurance might be something like that where you know a three-year event somebody probably could save enough money to to pay for that but it's those tail risk of an event that could last 10 years and 20 years. And uh, so I, I see some of these these long-term care uh, insurance plans where the, they have the hybrids and the life insurance policy. Right. So if you never use it, it pays back. But uh, I, I just see where that, that tail risk is one of the, the biggest insurance planning points in a retirement plan of uh, needing a long-term care event for longer than three years. Hopefully you won't have it, but yeah. uh, if you do, you want to be prepared for it. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people who... Um, feel like, you know, hey, I could pay for this. I just don't want to. In other words, we have clients who've, you know, whose assets are, you know, in excess of $7 million and, and they could pay for it, but they didn't get to $7 million just by willy-nilly taking all kinds right. of risks. Right. And so if they can use a – in other words, philosophically, if they can take a percent – invest it to protect the 99 percent that's right then it's it's a way better it's just it it creates a sound financial plan that to use uh, garrett's kind of uh uh vocabulary there that that probability of success goes way up because that largest risk is covered and so um speaking about risk you know we had a have have a saying in long-term care that Denial is more than just a river in Egypt. <laughs> and um, and so um, I remember uh, uh, Lance Gish who, who from, uh, from Nashville. Um, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Is he still alive? Yeah, Do you know? I'm not sure we'd have to but, uh, but he used to say, listen, um, the main reason people don't plan for long-term care main reason of course we're on the edge of our seat well what's the main reason he'd say denial yeah denial of the risk in other words if you knew it was going to happen you would plan in other words the reason we don't plan is we just kind of assume it's not going to happen what would any thoughts on that bruce (laughs) so funny uh, it's so painful to uh, rehash the the so many uh comments i my classic is uh a dear couple in in Maryville, and uh, uh, the the wife was probably five to one hundred and twenty pounds, just a little bitty, you know, gal. And the husband was pretty good sized guy, you know, pretty good sized boy. And 
she didn't he didn't know that she had set up this appointment <laughs> and i remember it has stuck in my mind for over 20 years and it was, here's the reason he never ever looked at me he was just sitting in his lazy chair and watching tv and never looked at me and said these words son that's never ever gonna happen to me and so don't even start and i thought to myself well i think i am done here <laughs> but you know i i obviously i just left and and just thanked the the wife for inviting me but i couldn't help as i went to my car thinking i kind of think i know how this is going to end he's going to need care someday and that sweet sweet little gal is going to have to be the caregiver and it's almost virtually impossible for her to care for him and i was sad to be honest i yeah. thought ah there's denial in action yeah yeah the the risk wise um when we and again it's been a while since i've done these but uh i think there was like um you know the big the big insurances our home insurance uh car insurance uh, I think there was like a one out of 1,200 chance of our home burning down. There was like a one out of, uh, what was it? Uh, 240 or something. 240 that we'd be in a liability lawsuit yeah. in the car. But there, statistically speaking, of the three of us sitting here, th there's a, a high probability that one of us, I mean, I can't remember the, the stats, but it was um, way up into the 90s that one of us, yeah. Of every three people, one of them is going to need care. Now, the the tricky part is what Garrett brought up earlier. Well, how long is that care going to last? Well, we don't know. It That's could right. be just a short stay. That's it right. could be just six months, and you could cover that. But what if it goes on three years, four years? Uh, you know, my mom, we sold her house way back in 2014. Mm. And um, Sandy's dad, um, he was in uh, an assisted living facility for eight years before he went into a nursing home. And so um, we don't know how long these things are going to last. But as people live longer, like what you were alluding to earlier, it's uh, it is a challenge to be anticipated. I remember underlying truth is everyone thinks, oh, that's never going to happen or it's going to happen when I'm 90. And I said, if you could put that in writing, get that guaranteed, yeah. Yeah. I'd like a part of that. Yeah. But uh, that's not how life goes. Yeah. 865-770-5031, makingfinanceseasier.com. You can go there, look us up, or you can go to Providence Advisors Group or providenceadvisors.com. But call us, 865-770-5031. We'd love to hear from you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for 
informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.